Are you ready for the frozen ground? Ground frozen dick. I'm frozen ground, man. I can't believe I don't find this killer. I think it's it's John Cusatch. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna He's think that immediately. Murderer. Never waver from that theory and then be right. Yeah, exactly. He's right. <laughs> he, was, he was right. <laughs> there was no no drama in this movie. He was completely 100 correct. Yes, and again, never wavered away from his his thought that John Cusack was behind this. Heinous, this is the guy crimes. I'm telling you. This is the guy. You gotta prove it. Yeah, I'll prove it. But we need evidence. You know that. I got him. I got. A, I got a chick that was right by him, and she said physical he evidence. Did All he did basically at the end was how he, he tricked him was he showed uh, Vanessa Hutchins, and he goes, "I should have killed you when I had the chance." Yeah. So that was really John Cusack's fault. Yeah. Yeah, I this know it's, Q, it's Cusack, but I don't call him Cusatch. That's all right. Even though, I like that better. It seems like there should be a T if you're going to pronounce it that way, though. I don't care. Cusatchel. Cusatch. Isn't he in another movie, uh, Cusatch? Rapist. Where he's, I don't know about that, but where he's hunting people in the mountains, like him and Morgan Freeman or something. No, nah, the Michael Douglas movie where that happened. No, I swear it was a John Cusack one too. You're probably right, because John Cusick has done a number of these straight-to-red-letter-box movies. It was, like, around this time, too. Yeah, this is the higher end of the Redbox movie, because this movie is supposed to come out in theaters, but I think last minute it kind of got deterred by that, and it kind of got lost in the shuffle of Redbox releases. The only reason it got pushed back to... It was called The Contract with Morgan Freeman. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, here it is. The only reason it got pushed back to... uh, Redbox was because of uh, the studio buyout. Oh. So there's like a whole whole thing. That can't be nice. The contract. For, for a filmmaker. It's like him in the woods with a sniper rifle at some point. Ah, oh, very nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't remember. I want to find this man. I have to catch him. I just remember the poster. <laughs> he's sitting there. So, <laughs> does John Cusatch hunt Morgan Freeman? I, I really don't remember. Let's find so out. he's a bigot. He's a bigot in that one. Um, oh, no. A father and son attempt to bring in an assassin to the authorities, who's Morgan Freeman. But his dangerous oh, associates Freeman. have other plans. That's I gave it a six. Movies. It was okay. Like, yeah, well, this one's a six. This one? The Frozen Ground. It's okay. Yeah, it, it's fine. I gave I it a six as well. What kind of killed it for <clears> me was the whole... There was those moments where... They focused too much on the Vanessa Hutchins character because she gave a, a lot of. Yeah, I mean, she gave the, the real character based on the real person was like instrumental in making this movie. Yeah. So they kind of like, well, we got to make her the star then. So it's like, okay, I guess that works. It should have been more like Zodiac. But a little in, bit, yeah. Instead, it's just watching her go about her life. Yeah, being a whore. The first half of the movie, she does almost nothing. The second half is when she actually does something. Right. She's, She's just avoiding around. it. She's getting away from her pimp, 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent. And then she's getting chased by the retard from the stand, the new stand. The retard guy, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. It's, it's the, Someday uh, I'll learn that guy's name because he's awesome and everything. Oh, he's always good. I like yeah. him a lot. He, he shows up in movies. You're like, oh, that guy. You think we know his name between the two of I us? I know. It's one of those go-to character actors. He's in like every... He shows up in almost anything you want. It's that other guy from Fight Club that we talk about who's finally getting his 
Yes. He's finally getting this credit. Uh, but I think that guy's name was Colt McCoy or something like that. Colt something. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. See, that, uh, see that's a cool <clears throat> that you can kind of remember. What the fuck? Dick, I just found something out horrible. I had no idea. I'm <clears throat> Colt McCoy. His name is Brad oh, William Henke. Yeah. You know, he's in okay. Choke and I, I have some bad news. Yeah. He's not dead, is he? He's fucking dead. He's dead? Yeah. 2022. When did he die? November 29th. Holy shit. Two years ago, almost, or a year what and a half. What did he die of? I don't know. Why, why are we just oh, no. now finding out about this? This guy's awesome. <clears throat> oh, that's... Oh, no. Oh, the no last thing he was in was Big Sky. Oh, no. Oh, wow. He was... Oh, my God. That sucks. Oh. That really sucks. What did he die of? Undisclosed. What did he die of? Oh. Well, I'm done. I, I quit. I'm done. This show's over. <laughs> this off. rarely happens with us. Usually it's a, someone from the Twilight Zone. We're like, wow. oh, they're still alive. Yeah. That's a shot. No, any Twilight Zone actor except Bill Mooney is still <laughs> kicking. That's what yeah. Holy shit. Well, that's a fucking Especially bummer. Autograph cards. He's great in show. Well, I looked into those autograph, those Twilight Zone autograph cards. Oh, yeah. They basically came out like 2000. So that, that means that a lot of those actors are dead now, but they weren't dead then. So that makes more sense then. Those cards are over like 24 years old now. My guy needs to die already so my card can go from a dollar to $2. He's still alive, that guy. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Uh, when you but look at him and you're like, that guy's my age then, or older than us then, and that fucking yeah. guy's still alive. He's still, he's still kicking, and he survived the era of drinking, smoking, <laughs> yeah. and just eating red meat every meal and with starch. Living just, in uh, New York City, steak. just that alone. Yeah, would you like sliced tomato? Fuck you, you my steak. Man, he, yeah, there's no vegetables. That man's never eaten a vegetable. No. He probably has to never drink water either. <laughs> yeah, just coffee and, and you know, whatever water is distilled gin. in his in his gin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. I got ice in it. What do you want? What, what else do you want from me? Ice he puts gin. a single little... Bloop. straight, but I'm not crazy. Yeah, little, little ice cubes, bloop. square ice cubes. That's right. it. It's watered down it's now. A, it's, uh, it's a big ice cube. Though. Neat. I'll give him that. They did have <laughs> yeah. big ice cubes in those days for their for their liquor cabinets that was in every single house in the 1960s. You know what ice is? Frozen. The frozen ground. You like that segue? That's right. Very nice. Very nice. That was pathetic. And so is this movie. Some of it. I, look, well, I, go ahead. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> loved it. Did no, I, that? I couldn't think he loved it. Uh, and I remember Tarantino loving it. Was it Tarantino? No, it's Tarantino. He says he says it's like the best serial killer movie in like thirty oh. years. Fucking Zodiac. Well, so I think that's what he meant to say, like in that in that period. Since Zodiac, I hope he meant Since Zodiac. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still bummed this guy's dead. I know. <laughs> that's God. I had no sucks. idea. Oh, that that is disappointing. Oh man. I was just looking him up too because I was watching. I rewatched The Stand and I was looking him up and because I loved him and I. Not the first thing I noticed him in, but. Choke was the first thing I saw him, and I was like, that guy's Choke, great. Yeah, I liked him. And then he's in Orange is the New Black, and he plays the bad guy. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit in that show. Oh, he's, he's a good actor, <clears throat> but now he's dead. That's a fucking Damn bummer. It. But Brad William yeah. Henke, hats off to you, even though I'm still going to wear my hat. Rest in power. Rest in power. We're getting Rest a lot of that power. lately, aren't we? Oh, fuck. Okay. We're, I feel like we're, we're starting this, off every show with a death. <laughs> this is going to be Hollywood's dead show for real. Oh, God. Yeah. But frozen ground. I have a worse story to tell about someone who died in real life. Based on the Twice. frozen ground? Based on the frozen ground. 
god. A jumping off point later. But sorry, go ahead. Do you want to set up this movie? I guess. Oh, it's just it's just one of those cat and mouse. You you know right away that John Cusack is the murderer and the rapist, and it's Nick Cage. He's basically retired. He's going to quit his job and move somewhere else, and then he realizes at the end that he can't. And the other girl that stars in this movie <coughs> is that girl that was in every movie for like the, in the aughts. That one actress who just was in like every other movie for like five years, and then she disappeared off the face of the earth. Hollywood likes to do that. Which girl? girl? His wife. His wife. Oh yeah, his wife. No, she's yeah, also but, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, no, she just she kind of just like showed up in every movie for like a, sp- a span of five years in the aughts, from like I think Silent Hill. Oh, on. it was the Silent Hill girl. Never mind. She wasn't Orange is the yeah, Black. Sil- yeah, I'm trying Silent to remember Hill who played girl. the wife. Yeah, it was yeah, the wife. The wife of um, Nick Cage. Rada Mitchell. Ronnie Mitchell, that's it, yeah. I just looked her up. I didn't know her name. Yeah. So she in my head, it was it was uh, the main character from Orange is the New Black, but clearly it's yeah. not. I was like, no. My my brain is already filling in the gaps right now. All, all, all blonde women look alike. It's paving. Yeah, I don't, uh, whatever. But it, it's kind of just, you know, smoothing over the cracks in this movie, and I'm already forgetting. Because I watched this thing last week, which I never mm. do on the show, but I had to get ahead. You've seen it before. Yeah, this is my second time. I do yeah. like the movie, but when it's you say not a bad movie, when you say it's a cat and mouse, I wish it was more that. Right. I wish that was the movie that that we watched, but instead, it's mostly Nick Cage trying to convince a whore into uh-huh. wanting to protect other women, and right. I mean, I get it; she's conflicted, but she's also still living there anyway, so she's already in danger. So, and she's not from there, so she could have left yeah. months ago. Except he stops her. Yeah. It's Alaska. Who the fuck wants to live in Alaska? Yeah. The the scene where they show her, like, on the point in Alaska, hooking, I'm like, this is sad. Like, can you name a worse place to to be a hooker? But she almost looked too young. It's like she's almost too, like, high school musical still. Yeah. That's where she's from. She's she's still, like, too young looking to be, like, a hardened whore. How old was she here? She can't be probably 28. 28? I'm going to assume 28. 28 there in the movie? That's what I'm assuming. She's not my age. Oh my gosh, she's only four years younger than me. Well, there you go. Yeah, this was a year after Spring Breakers, where she's in a bikini the whole time. That's right, yeah. And what's his name was probably sexually harassing her. Probably. Well, she that was the time where she had her uh, controversy where her leaked nude photos came out when I think she was going out with Zac Efron at the time and they she sent him full on nude pics and they were all over the internet. Oh sorry, what? Her phone got hacked. Yes. <laughs> oh I'm done. <laughs> this bottle was inside me. <clears throat> Just like uh, John Dusat. No, it's I'll make I'm a bakery owner and I'm gonna kill women and hunt them because it's fun. Was there anything else you want to say about the plot before we start breaking down the specifics? Well, that's all it is. It's yeah. basically uh, Nick Cage is a detective chasing after John Cusack. It's about him building this case, and he's got nothing. And then he just kind of basically traps him in the confession room. And that's how he gets him. Uh-huh. That's it. And they... Oh, man. I don't want to get to the last scene yet, but I guess it really doesn't matter. I'd say watch the movie, wouldn't you? Watch it. Don't. Yeah, it's worth watching. You're not going to love thing. it, but yeah. you're, you're going to go, that was, that was good. It's like a good 90-minute waster. It's a it's yeah. a it's a well made movie. Yeah, I wish the script was different. 
Well, but, I think they cut a lot of stuff out. It seems like it. Because this movie, I was reading the trivia on it, and I guess a lot of the scenes with the Nick Cage's Ronna Mitchell and her, and him got cut out of the movie because it was just like too much. Because like she's not really oh, yeah. in a lot, and I well, she must be in it more. And oh yeah, there was a lot more yeah with her and him arguing about leaving Alaska <coughs> and set up a new life. He's like, I can't leave. I can't get out of this. I got to solve this case. This girl's in trouble. I got to save her. I love when he she goes. She's basically like, you know, you you solve this case. You do this. This is like right. our third week in a row with a character like this. And he brings her home. And she's yeah. like, why is that yeah. whore in my house? Get it's her out of exactly. here. Yeah. I was like, you do what you got to do. But she, not that. She's going to be killed if we don't let her stay here. I don't care. You get her out of my house. She smells like cigarettes and crap. She has sex for money. She's gross. And she <clears> strips <throat> when she doesn't strip. But... So basically, his wife is saying, so, and this is all we really get of her because they cut all our scenes. So really, she's a bitch in this horror. Like, pretty much because yeah. she strips and is a prostitute, she deserves to go die. Go, go, make her die right now, husband. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Vanessa Hudgens leaves and, and flees, and is that what she tries to go? That's when she goes back to Fifty Cent. Yes. Oh man, Fifty Cent hair in this movie is incredible. Yeah, he, he uh, surprised me. You know, 50 Cent wasn't a bad actor. No. He could have been. I know he's in a lot of stuff other than this, and he does get work, and he, he deserves it. So he is actually a pretty good actor uh, that, as a rapper. That Get Rich or Die Trying poster? Yeah. I always thought he was holding a bowling ball. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Great, and then I realized it's a baby's inner, head. Inner city bowling. Yeah, yes. inner city bowling. But I never looked that closely because I'm like, oh, it's 50 Cent. I'm not going to watch that. Like, come on. Here he is. I got to I save my family, dog. <laughs> with his, with his uh, nine pins. I got to bowl myself out of the ghetto, it. man. You don't get it. I'm going to be the best bowler you've ever seen. What? Why? You can be, don't you want to play basketball? No, bowling. I wish he had Eddie Murphy's hair. Or, uh, you do, re- you do realize that uh, bowling is the only Bill sport Murray's. for white people left. You know? Yeah, can't take it from us. For my bitch out there on the track getting real money, you in here bullshitting in this motherfucking dump. Ain't no money in here. Let me see what you got. Oh, we're gonna freeze right on our crotch. That's right. <laughs> Ain't no money in there. You can, she can go make a thousand dollars on the street in one night instead of like eight hundred at that place. If she already had her nudes leaked, why not just go for it in this movie? Well, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I you know you think she can go full Magilla. And like really get into the character, just but I think she's spread open respect. asshole. We we're just like, oh it's Jesus! Really <laughs> like this is this is. I saw her innards. Oh my god! This is. I, I like what I. Oh my god! Why am I so <sighs> turned on? I'm a sick, sick person. It's that Dave Chappelle thing, and there's a baby yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to oh buy some god. drugs. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, I wish I just wanted more cat and mouse. I wanted more of Bob, who's John Cusack. I wanted more with his family because right. all we really get is he, his wife is clearly terrified of him yes. and says nothing. Yeah. And he has one scene with them, I think, and that's it. And it's about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I want to. Yeah, I want to take the kids. We're having Thanksgiving here. Yes. That's all. That's it. That's pretty much it. He goes to leave. He's like, I got to go. Thanksgiving's yeah. here. Says like one more time on yeah, the way yeah. out. 
Excuse right here. Fuck you. Goodbye. And that's all we get of him. And I wanted more of a Mr. Brooks side of it where he's really trying to hide it from him and you get the family life. But instead, all the wives in this and the family, I don't give a shit about them. I don't really know them. Right. And and Mr. Brooks, it was the opposite where I didn't give a shit about the Demi Moore cop character trying to solve the case. Yeah. And then her character was just like, ugh. (laughs) Dane Cook is a shovel in the mouth. I like that movie, but there, there are some serious flaws in it. People love Mr. Brooks. That's love like a, it? I would never say I, mean, I love it. People love it. No, I no, when I when that movie came out, I was at the Arc Light, and every time people were like, Did you see Mr. Brooks, bro? Mr. Brooks is fucking great. That's like the best movie of the year. Like everyone loved it. They were high on the Dane Cook train. It's gotta be I, it. That was toward the end of the Dane Cook train though, wasn't it? That was like two thousand four, wasn't it? No, it was like 2007, 2006. Oh, was it that late? I, I would say it's 2007. Yeah, it must have been, right? It was around, yeah. yeah 2007. 2007. Okay, so Dane Cook was still going to like 2010? Roughly, maybe. Yeah. Now he's married to like a 19-year-old. Yeah, that's not that <laughs> oh, does, he tie her, does he tie her up to a post in his, in his living room, in his pool table room? I don't know. And he spits on her and then he says you're the best i ever had no you're the best i ever had that's a junk he's yeah there. she's watching Joe montana's daughter yeah this, this is the movie i was telling you that his daughter's in yeah i got it confused with the other one because i watched a bunch of movies in one day because i knew i wouldn't have time later yes yes and i was right because i had to skim through kick-ass in our next show i skimmed through it because i've already seen it like five yes. times i've seen it yeah a bunch yeah. of times yeah. i didn't need to awesome. rewatch it fucking hate that movie no anyway yeah. um um i wanted more mr brooks which i can't believe is something i'm saying but you know what i mean i wanted the family i wanted steaks because it bob was like oh no i'm caught okay and he just it just felt like it was lacking any sort of steaks and it sounds like i'm all saying negative things but these are things that would take the movie from like what it was which was a solid movie a watchable movie to like a really good a better movie which yeah. is almost I, there it's almost a good yes. movie i can't believe i'm not- there. 18 minutes in and I'm finally going to say the most obvious thought and the reason I was like when I first watched this I was like oh god it's the, it's the movie Insomnia it's a little Insomnia it's a little um, um, Mr. Brooks it's a little um, I would say more than a little Insomnia uh, it's about yeah. a serial killer in Alaska <laughs> and a guy comes from out yeah, of state to go the, solve the, the crime this is a true it's a yes. true story. I know. But I'm just saying, when you're watching it, you're, you're not really thinking about the true story. Yeah. You're watching it, I'm like, oh, the Alaska yeah. serial killer and who kills women. And it, only I find, obviously, Insomnia is way better. But Right. Well, I, Insomnia's I, a great movie, yeah. But that's a good movie where you get to see John Cusack's side, you know, Robin Williams' side of that story. And you get a whole thing right. with Al Pacino, a whole backstory. And there's a whole bunch Just going on with the characters themselves. And when they finally get together, you know the stakes. And in this one, I get none of it. Yeah. Even Vanessa Hudgens, I don't really... Oh. No, well, that's the thing. Vanessa Hudgens is, is miscast. She's fine. And not, like, fine, hot, and tempting. I mean, she's fine. But she's, she's serviceable. She's not really that like an amazing actress where he's like, Oh, my God, Vanessa Hudgens ele- alleviated, elevated the material. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess Alison Brie was was auditioned for the yeah. this part. She was too tall, they said, right? And she didn't. Which she's too tall, which probably saved your career. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe I, I don't think anyone would have noticed if she was in this. 
Because she's in a uh, bunch of movies before, you know, she got really big. Well, she was a musician. She was a singer, too. She had, like, a, a couple of CDs, I think. I think she was a musician first. You know what's weird with Vanessa Hutchins is I didn't really mind her, the dramatic scenes with her. But all of the horror and stripping scenes, I didn't yeah. buy. <clears throat> right, yeah. I feel like she had zero sex appeal. Like, she's like... Yeah. Instead, because like instead of like sexy dancing, which do like a couple seconds. I'm not saying we have to sit here and because you can go look up her butthole online. But I'm just saying she's just kind of like does drugs and walks out. I was like, yeah. like that one scene where she's doing crack and she's like, oh, you remind yeah. me of my mom. Yeah. You remind me of my mom. Like, Mrs. Mantenga. We're gonna, gonna have a threesome. Or <laughs> or yeah. a night. Yeah. I, I want to see that story more than the, the, some of the story we saw here. Right, yeah. <clears throat> but again, I think it's because the, the true character, the true life survivor was on the set and was part of the making of this movie. So I think that's the reason why they don't go that far with it. And that's got to be, the, the real life story's got to be way sadder than what we saw here. Like It's yes, got to be so much more so. brutal. Yeah. Like the, an Alaskan hooker is going to have some fucking stories. Right. Like especially Alaska Hooker who moved to Alaska to be a hooker. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't move to Alaska <laughs> to be a hooker unless you're really in bad shape. Yeah, it's like I guess just to to thin out the crowd. Like there's far far less hookers. Yeah, and maybe she's hoping to stand out there. Because like I remember when they at the end they show like the real the real picture of of her character, and you're just like oh. She's rough. That's rough. That's a rough looking picture. And that was from the time. So that was like 30 years ago. Yeah. I can't imagine. Or 40. 40 years ago. It was 83, 82. Something like that. 83. The girl that plays Franny in the new stand. Look at her bangs. I hate that shit. Hate that show. I didn't hate the show. I just hated the bangs. I I hate it. I'm going to close this tab because it's bumming me out every time I look at it and see that 2022 date. All right. Yeah. It's so sad. How many movies but, is John Cusack in compared to Nick Cage? Far less. Yeah, I'm just curious how many less. Because John Cusack used to care, and then there came a point where he realized, <clears throat> oh shit, no one's going to like me anymore, so I have to make these movies and get them out because I need money. Because he, he's not doing movies with Jeremy Piven anymore. Like no. Because Jer- Jeremy Piven got busted kind of me too to me, me too his ass. Well, I also think Jeremy Piven Hollywooded him because John- Jeremy Piven is full of himself. Yeah, a little bit. Well, Entourage. And Ari Gold thing. got yeah. to his brain. And yeah, I got hair plugs now and people want to fuck me. He's like he the. Smokes, he tries to be like a little uh, Joe Rogan. A little bit of Smoking Aces. <clears throat> He's good in that movie, though. I don't care I what anyone says. Aces. He's fucking great. He's great in that. No, Smoking Aces is a fun movie. I when, like Smoking Aces. When he's sitting there just like playing his fucking, he's all like junked yeah, out. Yeah. He's got his cards. <laughs> he's just let him yeah. fall. He's great. I, I, that's a good movie. This is a fun one. I do want to say this is our second Nick Cage, John Cusack movie, and I have news for you. <clears throat> oh, no. It's not our last. I thought we were done with John Luke Cusack after this. <laughs> oh, no. That looks way worse. The Arsenal or just Arsenal? Arsenal. Arsenal, one word. Oh my God, look, you got the Blu-ray all ready to go. It's it's a sequel to a movie called Deadfall that, that Cage's like, cousin made, one of the Coppolas. What? 
But it's a sequel, and it has a guy from Entourage. That's what made me think of this. That's so weird. But it's... Oh, the Queens <clears throat> Boulevard guy? I am Queens Boulevard. Adrian Grenier? Grenier? Yeah, yeah, it's another guy that disappeared off the face of the earth. But it has Nick Cage in this, in a character he played in Deadfall. Same character. Like, 20... That The first one was 93. This is, like, 2017. Oh, my God. Problem is, he fucking dies in Deadfall. I was going to say. So it's very confusing. I don't think they but even address I, it. Did <laughs> like, I see Deadfall first, or is Arsenal a prequel to Deadfall? We will be watching them both together. It's going to be one of oh, those ones. Oh, thank, so it'll be, it'll be thank Deadfall, Arsenal. So whatever whatever oh. order you want to watch it. Oh, well, thank you for that gift. Yeah. We're not doing it now. Like, it's no, sometime. It's, it's, uh, it it should have been done the month of Cage. So this was the month of Cage. Cageuary, uh, yeah. Cage I, I did move all now. my Nick Cage movies out here. Wow, look at that! That's a sad the, state of affairs. The vertical stack we haven't watched yet. It's getting That's there's only so... twenty five or something like that. We're, we're we're narrowing them down. My God, <sighs> you've seen them all. Um, almost. You you are the Nick Cage expert. But uh. John Cusack is in 88 things, not including upcoming. And I'm not, this is okay. just the actors listed. But Nick Cage is in like 100 and, oh God, what Jesus. is it? What is it? He made, 116. He yeah, he made, he made five movies last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure it's cleared up. I could do that. Cusack's only got two upcoming. Um, wow. Nick Cage has four. Ah, <laughs> double. Double digits on but, him. But check out this this crazy uh, coincidence. You know, Nick Cage is doing that Lords of War movie, the sequel. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, no. No, that's actually happening. Which wow. I thought that was a rumor like the Beetlejuice sequel, but apparently this this one really is happening, unlike the Beetlejuice sequel. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 is coming out in September. But he has, Nick Cage has Lords of War. No, it's not. And then Cuzak has Fog of War. They, they finished filming. It's like trailers. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. AI. Days. AI bullshit. It's not real. AI trailer. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be funny really when that movie's, It's gonna be funny when that movie's out for twenty years and I'm still denying like Holocaust oh. Holocaust deniers. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about, it's man. a bad idea. I don't know why they're doing Beetlejuice two. It makes no sense. That's the why Flash I'm denying it. The Flash was such a success. I mean, yes, let's bring back let's bring back Mr. Mom. Do Mr. Mom two. Let's do uh, Gung Ho two. Oh God, Ron, Ron Howard will make it again. Let's do Multiplicity two. I would watch Multiplicity two. Without Harold Ramis, though, it wouldn't be nearly as much fun. But it's not as fun, yeah. Yeah. Multiplicity. Ooh. Oh, we should probably finish because we have another one and then another one to get to. Yeah, let's wrap this up. But this, I don't. I don't it's, I, basically, everything I said was negative. But I really, I find it a solid movie. Like, I'm not going to yeah. agree with the Tarantino. It's not the best <laughs> serial killer no. movie. It's a decent movie, but it's not an amazing movie. Yeah, it's fine. I think even that new Netflix one, new meaning a couple years old now, but that Netflix uh, Zac Efron one, that oh right, yeah, that one was actually pretty good. Uh, I like that one. uh, Yeah, the um, the one with a really uh, long title. Shockingly vile, incredibly evil. Ted Bundy, right? Yeah, Yeah. but it was it was solid. Like I wasn't blown away. The only movie I was blown away in this genre is Seven and (laughs) Zodiac. So David Fincher movies, and that's it. Right, Science, like, Science of the Lambs, Zodiac. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to get in Science of the Lambs, though, to be honest. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know, the serial killer genre is so 
oversaturated that it's, most of it's garbage. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of yeah. serial killer movies. Especially now with podcasts, they're all true crime stuff. And yeah, a lot of that. They're... There's whole true crime networks now, and it's just so... Yeah. You don't need this much. Like It's kind of sad how it's all devolved into everything's got to be real, and it's like... Make a fake serial killer. I don't give a shit. How many how many Dahmer specials do you need? I gotta see right. the same fucking guy. Like the poor victims who have to see every year like four projects based on their their loved ones getting killed. Sure, yes. Yeah, make funny. it up. Well, he did. Uh, Suspect Zero is another one that's terrible. Yeah, that one's and not good. Taking Lives is terrible. Yeah, the, the Anthony Bone Jolie collector one. Is, the Bone Collector is okay. Wait, that's the movie where he's in bed the whole movie, right? Yes, he's in bed. Yeah, good decision there, Hollywood. (laughs) Let's get Denzel, an action star, and put him in bed. (laughs) (laughs) What if that was Denzel's idea? Like, it's it's based on a series of books, but they're just like, I I think uh, this this (laughs) guy's in bed the whole time. He's paraplegic. He's severely Uh, bedridden. Oh, uh, he can't move at all. God damn it. (laughs) He's looking at the script like, oh, nope. Oh. So you, you give me $20 million, right? I get my $20 million, yeah. and I just lay in bed the whole time. You, all you did with the poster, giant picture of my face, the bone collector. Exactly. Because that's all they did. <laughs> oh, fall, Fallen, another one. Fallen's good. I like that one. But that's a supernatural one. That's it's still serial killer fake. Uh, fake serial killer. Yeah. I like, I like Fallen. It had the supernatural thing. It had John Goodman. You can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong with that. And then Denzel becomes a cat. <laughs> that's how the movie ends. Spoiler yes. for Fallen. That's, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time is on my side. Denzel, what does he blow his brains out and then he floats over into a cat? Something like that. Because he he kills John uh, John Goodman. Or was John Goodman? I'm trying to remember John Goodman's role. Wasn't John Goodman the bad guy? I don't I don't remember. I, John Goodman was a good guy, but was he? I'm trying to remember the that. Killer pa- Who was? I think the the killer passes. Doesn't he, the killer try to take over Denzel's body? He does. And then Denzel takes himself out, and then thus breaking the chain. Yeah, but then it goes to the cat. And it's so like, the killer died, but then he goes to the cat, yeah. That's a solid movie. It's up there with Parker Barnes. Virtuosity is a, oh, virtuosity, virtuosity is a good example of what we're talking about. That's, that's another great That's movie. a made-up serial killer that I'm interested in, even though it's so ridiculous. 100% fiction and science fiction. Oh, that. man. Perfect movie. I will defend virtuosity to the death. Oh, I love virtuosity. We did that in an early episode. Yes, we did. We had that somewhere. Fantastic fucking movie. Virtuosity. Probably the most realistic depiction of the immediate future. I thought you were going to say of serial killers. No, no, just of the immediate, like, you know, movies are futuristic. They're like, in the the not-too-distant future, this one was mostly very, very similar to our current existence oh damn we did that episode 120 uh but early on in the rebranded show just yes. after death of smoochie right before quark you're, you're welcome uh, yay thank you yeah um but yeah it's virtuosity is goddamn good but it is like a black mirror episode that movie pretty it, much it, it yeah. is like this could happen in the future but n- then, it, the then it keeps box. going <laughs> the, the glass yeah, co- <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. And the frozen ground was missing all that. There's no fun in this movie. There's no kidnapping the daughter and putting her in a in a uh, in a uh, bomb <laughs> a bomb uh, setup where if you if you open the door it'll explode like you you know and, and Denzel doesn't have a robotic arm. 
Nicolas Cage doesn't have a robotic arm, so that's the problem. There is an underdeveloped blonde white lady, though. Yes. Who just shows up and is cop. Yes. I am cop with a daughter. Sally? Sally? Whatever her name is. So, yeah, basically there to provide the third act for happening. Yep, that's it. And uh, this one, six, solid sixes all around from us. It has a 6.4 on IMDb. Um, this is our second week in a row of Kevin Dunn movies. I do want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> Some reason we're getting a lot of Kevin Dunn Kevin and a Dunn. lot of uh, the crazy eye guy whose name I forgot. I love Kevin Dunn. He gives show up with things like, oh my God, it's Kevin Dunn. Here he is. Because he was in, um, here's Kevin Dunn. I'm trying to find him. I'm missing him by like one second every time. Oh, True Detective, another great fictional serial killer story. Is that new True Detective? You're right. Is that new series, like a new series series, or is it a, a, just a new season? It's called, like, De- True Detective it's a, something, it's something. A new, it's a new season, but all the seasons, they're not connected. So all the shows are separate stories. Here's Kevin Dunn. So there he is. That's right. Sam Witwicky's father from the Transformer trilogy. Oh, God. Is that what he's known for? That's, that bums well, one me of the out. bigger things he's known for. That's, those are probably his biggest movies. That's, yeah, that's, that is true, but he's definitely not what I think of. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I think of when I think of Transformer movies is Kevin Dunn. But it's not what you think of when you think of Kevin Dunn. Like the the yeah. math doesn't <laughs> doesn't it doesn't, yeah. doesn't flip flop. God damn it, Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Oh, what I wanted to get to, um, I do want to say that you're not going to watch the new season of Dexter, right? The new hell no. I thought it was already on. I thought it already came Dexter out. New Blood. It was it came on years ago, but I finally watched it a while ago, and Clancy Brown plays the killer. Spoiler for oh, okay. that. All right. And he kills the exact same way as this serial killer. So now I know that it's based on this actual serial killer. Oh, okay. Because he, he lets Alaska, the women right? go, and then he he's somewhere. Uh, I forget where he is, but it's the same right. fucking thing. Right. Only they do it way cooler, and Clancy Browns has, like, a trophy room where he kind of, like, Ooh. stuffs the ladies and puts them in, like, these in an underground bunker, and he has, like, a almost like a history museum thing, and they're all, like, fro- it's super creepy looking. It, it, they did well, a good like, job with that because it's Clancy Brown. That's it. <laughs> well, that's the, and those Dexter shows, like maybe it was eight seasons, the original Dexter yeah, series, something like that. Too much. Maybe three of them are good. The rest are garbage. Good luck telling that to a Dexter fan. <clears throat> oh, Dexter fans are awful. Yep. Because <clears throat> that show sucked. Terrible show. Um, I did write down that good thing she randomly gave him the bracelet in the beginning of the movie. Well, I, I set up a payoff. You know, that was gonna happen. Yeah, but it was super obvious, and the only thing they did Chekhov's, was Chekhov's bracelet. Chekhov's bracelet. Chekhov's horse bracelet. Chekhov's horse bracelet. It's <laughs> our second K-Jack film. We got one more to go. Um, right. I wrote down my grandparents had a, C- a Cusack's recliner, the one that he sits in, that wood one. <laughs> I want to find it, but the thing <laughs> I really wanted to get to that I, I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to be able to find Cusack's recliner, am I? Fuck it. Um, it's that wood one with the the rocking chair pattern on, oh, on yeah. the chair oh, itself, yeah. which is I know, pointless. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And it was a giant couch and then the chairs. Anyway, um, Dave Rubenstein. Um, I'm sure you saw this in the trivia, if you read the trivia on, on IMDb. But he was a this lead, the lead singer of a punk band called the Reagan Youth. All right. Do you mind if I read you a couple paragraphs? Because this gets it gets interesting and it's tied into the story. Okay. 
Um, so uh, by the time Reagan youth broke up, Rubenstein had developed serious heroin, heroin addiction and was dealing drugs. An unknown assailant beat up Rubenstein with a baseball bat, leaving him in a coma. While admitted at the hospital, Rubenstein re- received a lobotomy. You're going to see how horrible this life guy was. This guy's life was. Uh, received a lobotomy to receive to relieve brain trauma and saved his life. When he got out of the hospital, he returned to his parents' home. There, Rubenstein continued to use drugs, smoke cannabis in his bedroom as his parents tried to help him recover. Eventually, Rubenstein left his parents' home and moved back to the Lower East Side. By then, between the assault and the continued drug use, he was no, no longer as energetic and become disheveled. Many of his friends from the punk scene no longer associated with him. And you're going to notice a severe twist here. Rubenstein began dating, Tif- began dating Tiffany Beshanti. Besh- Beskanani, sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, a prostitute who worked on Houston Street and danced in strip clubs around the city. He had told his parents that she was a dancer. Uh, Bresciani financially supported the couple in their drug habit with prostitution. Rubenstein often waited for Bresciani while she serviced a customer and then accompanied her to buy drugs. All right, next paragraph and then another twist. On July 22nd, 1993, Rubenstein and Bashani were uh, waiting on Allen Street when a familiar customer pulled up in a Mazda pickup truck. Uh, Bashani got in, telling Rubenstein she would return in 20 minutes. She never came back. Rubenstein called the police for the description of the truck. He went to the club where Bashani danced and all the hospital emergency rooms in the city searching for her. A few days later, on June 28th, two New York State troopers were patrolling Long Island's <clears throat> Southern State Parkway when they pulled over the truck after a low-speed chase and found Bashani's decaying body in the back. They arrested the driver, Joel Rifkin, one of Long Island's most infamous serial killers, who was linked wow. to the murders of numerous women. Wow. And then it gets worse for him. On, on June 30th, 1993, like six days later, Rubenstein's mother died after being accidentally run over by a vehicle driven by his father. Oh, my God. Yes, and it gets worse. Depressed. This is why I want to read it, because I'm like, oh, God, it is every paragraph. <laughs> one more to go. Depressed and alone after the unexpected loss of his girlfriend and mother, Rubenstein headed into a downward spiral, and on July 3rd, 1993, he committed suicide by drug overdose. And he was in this movie? You having fun? No, no, this is just something that they mentioned this uh, in the IMDb trivia, mentioned that the, the Reagan youth punk singer, and I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not that familiar with the band. I mean, wow. I heard of them, but I'm like, oh, he, his girlfriend was killed by a serial killer, and it's like kind of very similar to this serial killer. Wow. And I was so I, I went down this rabbit hole reading this, and I'm like, oh god, every paragraph makes me pumped out so much worse. Man, how come this isn't a movie? Yeah, just the the one where it's his mother died after being accidentally run over oh. by a vehicle driven by his father. Oh. Oh man, that was a fun little story, wasn't it? Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Here's a picture of him because I'm going to share his life story. I might as well, I might as well show the dude. He he's, looks quite young and healthy. Yeah, he's probably exactly what you're thinking. There you go. Well, all right. Yeah, that's depressing as all hell. Yeah, just thought I want to. I just wanted to read that, but let's do our cage rankings and get out of here. Ba boom. Wow. Oh, let me get rid of the. Let me get rid of the scrolly guy. There we go. Look at that. So I put it a quality of cage. He's good in the movie. Yeah, he's fine. Not amazing. He's good. Yeah. But so I put it at number twenty one. Mostly because a lot of these I don't really care for him in that much. Yeah. Or at least I don't really think he's that good, even though he makes the movies better. 
Yeah, I put this at 21. All right. For quality of movie, 21 also, apparently. I didn't realize wow, that. Wow, there you go. Fantastic. Yeah, I might move Bad Lieutenant up more. Just not yeah, realizing that's below this. Yeah, that needs to be up. Yeah. I, again, this is never perfect, and I'm probably not going to go through it and fix everything. But here we are. 21 on both. Point is, Zandalay's last. That's all that really matters. It's all that we can hope for. Yeah. Oh, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. Good night, everybody. We never did an intro video, so let's do an outro that's, one. That's fine. Ah. <sighs> 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 yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. No Cusacks. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Next time is in a few seconds, but in the podcast, it'll be... What are we doing? Kick-Ass versus Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay. (laughs) All right, bye. Fantastic. Oh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. I don't know how to stop this.